It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And a very good Thursday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Steven Strom here. Six in a row for your Marlins. Seven games over 500. A 7-2 homestand. Marlins win 6-1 last night. For the recap, as always, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, the boys just keep on rolling. Let's make it a six-game winning streak, including 18 come-from-behind victories. It's a 7-2 homestand for the Marlins. They're now a season-high seven games over 500 at 35 and 28 after they beat the Kansas City Royals 6-1 here at Lone Depot Park on this Wednesday night here in Miami. Thanks for listening to the 10th Inning Show with Steven Strom and Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. And Nelly, let's highlight and take a look at this ball game tonight. We'll start with the man on the mound. Some good and some bad here with Edward Cabrera, and the bad is because he had to leave after five terrific innings with what we believe is probably or was a blister that was forming or had developed. So only five innings for Cabrera tonight. Bullpen was sensational. But talk to me a little bit about Cabrera and what you saw out of the righty tonight. He did a really nice job. And with these teams and offensively struggling, the A's and also he had a terrific outing against the A's. He had another terrific outing against the Royals. These are the teams that you want to try to dial. You you figure out, okay, what's going wrong? What can I fix? These are the teams that you want to – Dial in your mechanics or your fastball a little bit more. Know and understand that your fastball plays up here. And when you get ahead of the guys, you can dominate both sides of the plate. I thought he did a terrific job. He only gave up the couple hits. You know, you look at the fourth and fifth inning. Now you had leadoff walks. And the blister can be an issue. I mean, it, it's one of those things that, hey, in between starts, you do a lot of treatment. You do whatever you need to do to try to clean up that nail. You know, you shorten it up, whatever issue he has with it and it could be an issue going forward just a little bit I mean I I don't see him spending any IL time and healing that it's just something that you're going to have to maintain the trainers are going to have to help him out but you know 65 pitches he probably could have gone a couple more innings and then you're talking only six outs from the bullpen but uh, you know overall you can build off these last two starts if you're Cabrera I mean you look at his last start six shutout innings against the A's it's the first time he's gone out there and not given up a run as a starter and then he backs it up with only giving up one in tonight's game. So really nice job. You can build on it. And the bullpen, again, have been outstanding. You throw the four lefties. And the swing and miss stuff that you have down in that bullpen for the Marlins has just been incredible. And a really nice job. You really feel comfortable, I guess, if you're Skiff Schumacher when the game is tight. It doesn't matter who you use down there. They're all doing the job, man. And whether it's sixth, seventh, eighth, or ninth, you can – Shuffle any one of those guys in and out of those situations, and they're getting it done. 35 and 28, seven games over 500. The best teams every season will they'll hover, and at some point they'll click it in, and it goes. They'll win seven of 10, they'll win seven in a row, they'll win six in a row, they'll win 15 of 20. They start to go. Marlins now are going to step up in weight class a little bit, but. Let's see if they can continue to take advantage of teams like the White Sox and the struggling Mariners on the road, and then it's off to D.C., but this is feels like a big upcoming road trip. Oh, it is. I, I think any road trip for any team is really big, and especially, I mean, you look at the Tampa Bay Rays in the beginning of the year, 
and what a great start they got off to, a historic start. And everybody's, oh, you're beating up bad teams. I mean, just wait until they play the good teams. Well, they kept it going. Well, guess what? The Marlins have beaten up some bad teams. You know, the A's and the Royals, they've beaten up some bad teams. Now they got to keep it going. And it's almost one of those instances that, yes, you want to, you want the day off because you need rest. Maybe there's some guys that are banged up in there saying, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, I, that Thursday tomorrow in Chicago is really going to be nice just to have it off. But in some sense, you don't because you're getting such a groove and offensively you've been in, in such a groove. Uh, you know, pitching wise, you're in such a groove. You, you want to keep it going and you're like, I don't want that day off. Now, the bullpen needs it. Everybody down there is saying, hey, hey, thank God that we do have that day off tomorrow. But offensively, you would love to see them keep going and. Uh, you know, just build off and have the, have that confidence, the happy feeling that you've had by winning these two series, sweeping the A's and the Royals, and going into can you know, oh, uh, not Oakland, uh, going into Chicago yeah. and set a statement, say, hey, we're for real. Luis Arise, two for four tonight. He finishes the night batting 403 this season, and Jesus Sanchez tied a career high with four RBIs. Talk to me about those two guys. It's the guys around Luis Arise. You know, who knows if he's going to hit? Nobody has the answer if he's going to continue this streak and continue hitting over 400. I mean, he's an incredible story. It's good to see. He's a terrific kid, and he's putting together an unbelievable season. I mean, if he had some 400, I mean, good for him. I mean, he deserves it. I mean, who knows how long it's going to take, but it's the bookends that are going to be around him, and they're the ones that are going to have to continue to hit. The De La Cruz, the big night that he had tonight, he has to continue doing what he's doing. Sanchez, you get Soler. Whoever's hitting around a rise, it's going to make opposing teams not be able to pitch around them. Because if there's anybody in this lineup right now, I'm not facing a rise. I'm putting them on in two, in in crucial situations if it's a tight game i'm pitching those de la cruz the sanchez's you know you have goriel the solaires they're the ones that are going to have to step up and beat you that's going to help a rise hit close to 400 all right nelly i think we got an architecture tour in store for us at 12 30 in the windy city tomorrow i'll see you there yeah i'm going to try to make it what time is that thing 12 30 check right. the text you can buy the ticket 45 bucks do we get it there, or do we have to do you this do it online on your phone stuff? Right now. You do it online. I'm on not going to do it right now. Okay. All right. Well, You're going to have to run me through that. I'll see you on the bird. All right. All right. Stay out of trouble tonight. That's Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ball game tonight. We didn't have any scoring in this ball game until the top of the third inning. Michael Garcia led off the third inning with a single facing Edward Cabrera, and with one out, the leadoff man Nick Prado came to the plate. The one-two pitch is swung on in line. That's over the head of Gene Segura. This is trouble. It's dunked in fair territory down the left field line. Scoring from second base is Garcia. Holding up at first with an RBI single is Prado. And the Royals have a 1-0 lead here in the third. And it would stay that way for, well, I don't know, maybe five to seven minutes. Jordan Lyles allowed a one-out walk to Garrett Hampson in the third. That was followed by a Luis Arise single. And after Brian De La Cruz flew out to right field, Jesus Sanchez came to the plate with two on and two out. Sarah, go ahead and make a comment. <laughs> Here's a swing and a drive hit pretty deep center field. Bradley's going back. He's going to watch it go. Jesus Sanchez, a three-run bomb here in the bottom of the third inning. And the Miami Marlins are out in front, 3-1 to one over the Royals. Well, when he hits them, he hits them. 445, that was the dead central. He got a... So for Jesus Sanchez, his sixth home run of the season, his 14th, 15th, and 16th RBIs, it would stay that way all the way into the bottom half of inning number eight tonight. The Royals had some chances. They had the leadoff man on in the third, the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth innings. Edward Cabrera only went five. Stephen Okert worked around a walk in the sixth. 
Tanner Scott punched out two in the seventh. Andrew Nardi went an inning, and it was perfect with one strikeout in the eighth. In the bottom of the eighth inning with Jordan Lyles still on the mound for the Kansas City Royals, Garrett Hampson led off the inning with a single. That was followed by Luis Arises, second hit of the ball game. He finishes the night two for four, now batting 4.03 this season. That was it for Lyles. Jose Quas came into the ball game, and he was greeted rather rudely by the Marlins' designated hitter tonight. That was Brian De La Cruz. 2-2, De La Cruz hits a ball in the air, left center field on the run, Prado, he's not going to get there, ball rolls all the way to the wall, Arises flying right on the heels of Hampson, two runs are going to score, the Marlins lead 5-1 here in the bottom of the eighth. A couple of big insurance runs for the Marlins in the eighth, they weren't done, the next man to bat, again, Jesus Sanchez. Here's the one-two pitch. Sanchez swings, hits a line drive, back up the middle, and a base hit for Sanchez. De La Cruz will score easily. It's an RBI single for Jesus Sanchez. He's knocked in four tonight. Now the Marlins are leading the Royals 6-1 here in the eighth. It was a career-high tying four RBI night for Jesus Sanchez. Mentioned Nardi worked a perfect eighth. A.J. Puck came on for the ninth. He allowed a one-out double to Vinny Pasquantino, the first baseman for the Royals. Then after he punched out the captain, Salvador Perez, the last hope for the Kansas City Royals tonight was their right fielder, M.J. Melendez. Now the Royals are down to their final strike tonight. The Miami Marlins are on the verge of sweeping back-to-back -back series at home for the first time since 2008. Pasquantino's at second with two outs. Marlins leading by five. Crowd comes to their feet at Lone Depot Park. And the 0-2 pitch is over the outside corner. Called strike three. The winning streak hits six. 18 come from behind wins for the Marlins. They cap off this night with a 7-2 homestand. The Marlins are a season-high seven games over 500 at 35-28. In this series against the Kansas City Royals, they score 14 runs with two outs as the Miami Marlins beat the Kansas City Royals. They sweep them 6-1 to here tonight. Yeah, a lot of great things in these last two series. Oh, what a flourish and a finish to the homestand for the Marlins. They sweep the A's. They sweep the Kansas City Royals. Now 35-28 and here in 2023. Taking a look at the totals from this ballgame tonight for you. For the Royals, one run, three hits, no errors, and three men left on base. And for the Marlins, six runs, eight hits, no errors. They leave two men on base. Edward Cabrera is the winner, now 5-4 and four this season after five innings of one-run ball that included two hits. All five of Edward Cabrera's wins this season have come here at home at Lone Depot Park. Jordan Lyles, the loser. Uh, unfortunately for Jordan Lyles, now one of three pitchers in Major League history to lose their first 13 decisions. The team lost the first 13 starts that he has made. He is now 0-10, but again, they have lost all 13 uh, games in which he has started this season. Played this ball game in two hours and three minutes in front of 7,673 here at Lone Depot Park tonight. With the victory, the Miami Marlins now 35-28 and 28 this season, and in the loss and in defeat, the Royals are now 18-43. and 43. For the Miami Marlins tonight in this ball game, they strike out an even 10, and that means that $250 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. All right, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 6-1 win over the Royals. 
with Jesus Sanchez, opposite field, home run, tonight straightaway center, base hit up the middle. How much do you feel like he's really worked on being a tough out in multiple ways? He's worked hard. He's worked really hard in spring training with the group, him, DLC, everybody, up and down um, the lineup and the roster. They've worked really hard to get to a spot where they're um, succeeding day in and day out. Uh, but Sanchez has, ever since he's come on that, come off that IL, has just been such a huge blessing for us because, again, we need that left-handed bat, middle of the order, get guys off. You know, Solaire's finger, her his thumb is a little sore. Here comes Sanchez, picks him up. Um, and same with DLC, huge double at the end there. So, yeah, the guys are just um, really attacking the game plan and working hard every day to get right. Cabrera, I'm sure uh, relief to know that it was just blisters. What did you think of, of the way he was throwing the ball before he had to come out of the game? I thought he was doing really good. You know, our starting pitching has gone five-plus innings um, a lot here recently. And you see what it does to our bullpen. They're coming out extremely fresh the velocity has never been higher in my opinion um, I don't know what the stats are the the breaking stuff is sharp um, but you see a different I and mean, bullpen's always been good don't get me wrong but when you see guys go five six seven innings um, it really shortens up the game and gives guys days off in the bullpen and Cabby was was doing great you know he couldn't spin the ball anymore because of the blister once he told me that that was it uh, I know, again, it's just blister, but the second time he's been taken out this year, he's had the history of it. At what point does it start to become concerning when when, when it's happening? I don't think concerning. Our training staff is doing a, trying everything they can to you know get rid of the blister. They do it, you see, every um, time he's on the bench, he has a towel wrapped around his hand to try to get the blister to calm down or you know medication on it, steri strips, whatever it is. He's got stuff all over his hand to try to um, figure out how to toughen up the skin. Um, so we're doing everything we can. Um, Puck, first time back, and just thoughts on how we did, and then bullpen overall using all the lefties with them going lefty-heavy in the lineup. Yeah, really hefty, uh, lefty-heavy lineup, really good lefties. Also, it felt like it was the right move to attack them with our lefties. With Nardi getting the eighth there, usually it'd be a puck lane or a in a flow lane, um, but just felt that you know, the way Nardi's been throwing the baseball with all the lefties that they had, that was the right matchup um, there. You know, our coaching staff does a really good job of helping me game plan, and Stott and um, Beef and Griffin and Flip and those guys are you know we all come together and figure out exactly what we want to do. You know, if it comes up, sure enough, that lane came up. And um, and that's you know what happened, but yeah, having Puck back there is, I think, an all-star closer. You know, it's really nice to have. Uh, Hampson hasn't started much on this homestand, and having him in center today gets a hit, gets a walk, gets the big, gets the big catch in center. Just the value of him when he's able to come in, knowing that he comes in off the bench, it hasn't been there in a while, but still going to do what he does. All of our guys have been doing that. Birdie in left field. Um, talked about Hampson. Uh, you know the. the Stallings and Fortez back there mixing it up, mixing up DH spots. So guys are, you know, I told them to get the first day in that everybody's going to play. It's not just going to be a set lineup. And, uh, you know, credit to them that they have been working hard just in case their opportunity comes. And Hampson works hard every single day just in case. And he got an opportunity tonight and, and helped us win a game. You got about six minutes here. How much fun is it, how much fun is it to uh, be part of this whole Miami South Florida thing? You guys have won six in a row. You guys are fighting your way into that uh, conversation. It's pretty cool, yeah. I, I, obviously, this is the first time I've been in Miami other than playing like a three-game set. 
but to be a part of the NHL playoffs, the NBA playoffs, Messi coming into town, it's a pretty special time. But, you know, once all those games are over and we win champ- they win the championships, hopefully we can start filling up our seats because we got we had a guy hitting 400, a Cy Young Award winner. We got some good things happening here too. So, But it's an exciting time to be here. Just to check Birdie came out of the game, just a defensive replacement for Davis. That's correct. Yeah. Um, six in a row now. You guys just said that over 500. How much fun are you having? Well, it's better than losing, that's for <laughs> sure. Uh, but I, you know, we're we're just going day day to day. It's still early in June, and you're trying to win every game uh, because you know you're not going to win, you know, 100 in a row, for, you know, here on out. So you ride the highs as much as you can, and um, you trust the process. And I'm very process-oriented and, and driven, and so, you know, I think that carries over to the guys, and, you know, we just try to win every game we can. Good. All right, guys, enjoy the game. All right, Edward Cabrera, he went five innings, gave up two hits, one run, four punch-outs, but exited this game with a blister. Let's still hear what Edward thought of his performance. Edward, obviously, I'm sure frustrating to have to come out because of the blister, but before that, how did you feel like you were throwing the ball? Yes, obviously, it was very frustrating to have to come out because the question of Um, siempre con el mismo plan, atacar los bateadores temprano y, y ver qué pasa. Yeah, feel good, you know, same plan as always, just attacking the hitters ahead and, and try to see, you know, what you get from, from the game there. Skip mentioned, uh, you know, with the blister, you mentioned that the spin was impacted. Where overall, when you are dealing with that blister, you know, is it the spin or, or is it kind of everything that you're feeling in it? Sí, Skip comentó que es como el, la rotación de la bola cuando la, la, la lanza, eso te afecta ahí en, el, en lo que es en el dedo. Parte de eso la sentiste en cualquier otro lanzamiento, de otra forma. No, solo, solo siento uh, un poquito de molestia cuando tiro el, el, la curva y el slide. Uh, not with all the pitches, just uh, with the slider and the curve, that's where you, know, you feel that discomfort. For you, when you're having an outing like this and the blister does pop up, just how tough is that knowing how well you were pitching and then having the have your outing cut short? Este, cuando está lanzando como, como un juego como hoy, eh, un juego muy positivo, sale la ampolla, eh, qué tan difícil pues, es eso de, de seguir en el juego a pesar de, 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 pues, de la ampolla. No, no lo veo difícil en realidad. Simplemente pongo mi mente positiva de que, ok, voy a seguir. Um, lo empecé a sentir en el, en el tercer inning y dije, o sea, estamos ganando. No puedo dejar de, de o sea, bajar la cabeza donde estamos ganando y puedo seguir en el juego, ¿me entiendes? Yeah, so I don't see it as too difficult. It's just you gotta keep grinding there. Uh, I started feeling a discomfort around the third inning. So, but we were winning. Uh, and I couldn't let the team, you know, down on that. Or, or, or you got to continue fighting and, and keep moving forward and, and try to, you know, get as much in as you can. And with this uh, seven and two on this homestand, you guys are starting to get on the roll. What's it like in that clubhouse right now with the way you guys are playing? Sí, con esta seis victoria, estamos ahí una seguidilla. Este, cómo cómo te hace clujado ahorita de la forma que estamos jugando. Ah, unido. Eh, eh, de la forma que puedo de, de escribirte, o sea, 
unidos todo el tiempo, uh, nos tratamos como, como familia, ¿sabes? Y eso es lo que nos mantenía a nosotros de pie. Yeah. United, that's, that's the way I can describe it. Uh, we're we're uh, united and, and we're treating each other like, like family and, and that's just the best feeling when you're in the clubhouse. Gary Hampson with that well-timed catch out in center field, which think of the catch by Hampson. I know you appreciated that one. Sí, en realidad sí, sabe. Uh, a veces, a veces me da un poquito de miedo con él porque él él va a bajar la cabeza y uno piensa, mierda, se fue. Pero <laughs> pero no, él eh, siempre el crédito para para los jugadores, ¿sabes? Que siempre están positivos ahí atrás. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, it was a, a great uh, catch by him. Uh, uh, with him, sometimes I'm a little afraid because, you know, he looked down and you think the ball is, he's like, oh, damn it, it's, it's out of here. But, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I know you guys look <laughs> great. But, yeah, but it, it, it was a great play by him. Con un fly profundo, man. Yeah, a deep fly. You like you think that was gone. Yeah. <laughs> Edward, what's it like watching Luis Arise and how happy are you that you don't have to face him? Sí, que tan feliz de ver a Rai jugando y que tan feliz de que no tienes que enfrentarte a él. De verlo jugar, es emocionante. Ver un un fenómeno, así, me entiendes? Es un fenómeno, me entiendes? Y de no enfrentarlo Siempre sería lo mismo. Lo atacaría igual. ¿Por qué no? Mm -hmm. You know, it's seeing Arise, the way he plays, is, is just incredible. Uh, and he's just phenomenal, the way he plays baseball. Everything he is just phenomenal. And uh, facing him, uh, well, you got to attack him, you know? got to do that. Claro, que, haga lo, que haga lo que va a ser temprano. Yeah, whatever <laughs> he can do, he can do it early in the at-bat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we are off. Today, Marlins enjoying an off day in Chicago, but tomorrow we open up a three-game set with the Chicago White Sox, another interleague set. It's going to be an 8-10 first pitch. It'll be Yuri Perez who takes the mound. I've got Marlins on deck at 740. We hope you can join us. Thanks for rewinding with us, Marlins Nation, and let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.